Hello and welcome to the Classic Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Well, glad we were over that heat wave. It's a bit more cloudy out there. A uh, bit better for a ginger like me. Uh, right, this weekend on the show, we're going to talk shooting stars. Yeah, we were out shooting star spotting the other night. Um, worst weather at festivals we've been through. Uh, also, uh, what we got up to last weekend and gigs this weekend. Uh, plenty of them out there for you. Okay, we're going to kick off the show uh, with a track by Gaz Brookfield and Billy Shimbone. Uh, this is mostly cloudy, occasionally sunny. Forgives not the fool, nor the blackbird's egg, nor the wandering flock. The seedlings endeavor on the poisonous rock. In the midst of it all, my skin felt the light, so I ran for the comfort of darkness and the night. Oh, and if you're sick and tired, well, won't take the Okay, kicked off the show with a bit of Gas Brookfield and Billy Shinbone duet with uh, mostly cloudy, occasionally sunny. And uh, I, for one, are 
am happy it's mostly cloudy at the moment. What about you, Gem? Uh, yeah, good, 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 good day, everybody. Uh, I, in Australian mode, think I love the sunny weather, but it was really, really good to be cool. I um, and shame my age. The heat has got to my legs and parts of my circulation, where I'm getting these kind of pins and kind of pains in my calf muscles, like my body is overheating. Yeah. So I think I am very grateful for the coolness, but I don't want summer to end. I'm loving this summer. So yes, really, really good. And actually, a bit of rain that we've had has been fantastic for the gardens uh, and for crops, I guess, as well. So yeah, enjoying it. Uh, but yeah. long may the suns continue to shine for the, the next few weeks. Yeah, I wanted to go down to the Sunday sessions on Sunday, and I just, it was just too much for me. I, I couldn't go out in it. It was just, you know, um, you know, I just couldn't, I can't handle it being a ginger. I'm really gutted that I missed it. But um, one thing we did do on the Saturday, we went over to Froome and went to the beautiful air-conditioned cinema over there. And watched um, uh, the the latest um, Jordan Peele movie, Nope, which was awesome. Um, but um, I would have paid four pounds to sit in that room and be cold <laughs> for three hours anyway without a film. <laughs> I don't know. I could save myself four pounds. I could put that to some liquid refreshment and just yeah. use that equivalent time hanging out in the supermarket in the freezer section. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. But uh, most most of the um, supermarkets, I went out on um, Saturday morning to do the shopping, and most of the supermarket aisles were were closed. The the chiller ones. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the chillers were down or struggling to run. We'll talk about that. Continuing in, in this theme on the Glastonbury Calling podcast, I need to go back to old. What series number are we on now, and what episode number are we on? Series number two, episode 32. 32. Yeah. So we're turning into neighbors, aren't we? Or the archers. We, you know, yeah. we are, we are kind of uh, going to be one of those long established part, part of the culture of Glastonbury. It's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, back to that film. No, it was, it was, brilliant okay it's one low i heard great reviews of it on the radio and um jordan peele's first two movies get out and us were absolutely phenomenal and and uh uh, uh the, the main actor daniel kuala <laughs> he um he won the best actor oscar for get out as well so you know he, he you know, to to have them two together making movies, great. And it's only his third movie, uh, Jordan Peele's, uh, that he's done, and it was it was brilliant. But it's one one thing they say about the movie: don't give away the plot because it's it's it. You know, you want to know as little about the movie as possible when you go and watch it. Apart from the fact that it's um, a horror thriller, space type adventure. Not much else. You don't want what. So you sold it to me. I don't think many people in my family will enjoy it, but I would. Just give me the title of the film again. It's called Nope. N O P E. Okay. Yeah, and they say that a few times in the film, uh, mm. in, when they when they get stuck in situations. Yeah, no, I'm I'm intrigued. Okay, but, so don't give it away. No, no, don't spoil. Don't spoil. But but it's a yeah. I know I won't spoil, but it's um 
a slow building psychological heart more more than gory one uh but it's quite psychological and mm. uh yeah it's really good really good you'll be you'll... you know that's the second week in a row you've been to Froome. <clears throat> yeah just just counting here yeah i know i know what well, I, I knew the cinema was nice and cool so you know we were like oh do we sit in all afternoon sweating our bits off or do we go to the cinema for a cool game which we did and it yeah. worked yeah well i hope you I hope we stay cool I hope you stay cool but you're always cool you don't even need to have to have a thermometer oh no i do big... okay. yeah you're... yeah anything over 22 degrees that's enough for me you're musically that's cool me. is what i'm saying you're musically and podcasty cool yeah yeah well did you do anything at the weekend so no, not really. I mean, we were talking about last week about gigs, and I mentioned I couldn't make any gigs at the weekend, but I did. We did go to listen to this. This is a classic, and it's a confession. It's a gem confession because, um, as always, I've got a story that will make you and everyone that's listening laugh at my expense. So here we go. Yay. So I went to Jez Hellard and the Jukela Orchestra last Thursday at the assembly rooms in Glastonbury. And uh, he's great. You know, he's in that kind of genre of like Rory McLeod, tra- traveling troubadour. He's been all over the world. And he's, and he's just, his music's fantastic. Um, and he also had a Canadian uh, musician there called Dana, Dana Wiley. And I hadn't heard of her before. And she was visiting Glastonbury, but apparently has played at the assembly rooms before. And it was really lovely to hear Jez talking about how wonderful Glastonbury is and how wonderful it is to be back and uh, just what great memories he has in playing gigs. So when we rocked up, I was going to do like a little interview with him. And remember, we've had a pandemic. It's been a while since I've seen this guy. I've only seen him (laughs) once properly at the Broadstairs Folk Festival because my mate lives there. Uh, and that's got to be five or six years ago now. So I rock up and I'm seeing everyone hanging outside thinking this has got to be the musician. And I said, hi, Jez. This is Jez Hellard. How are you? And he goes, yeah, fine, Jem. Great to see you. So this conversation went on for five minutes about what you've been up to and then looking forward to the gig, you know. Then all of a sudden, this person came and says, I've got to stop this conversation. This is my twin brother. You ain't been talking to Jez I'm Jez. At that moment, <laughs> I felt ridiculous. And so it became the laughing stop for the rest of the evening as Jez and I stepped in. And they are very much identical twins. And of course, they, they didn't talk about me at the concert. They let me down gently, apart from the brother who kept going on about it and pretending about it. Anyway, great. Interviewing the complete wrong person who isn't even a musician. That's my story of the week. Oh, that's Make good. You've got to put that interview out. <laughs> well, the go. interview was uh, was with Jez because he, he obviously had a few cans as well because the twin brother was obviously he loves his brother and he was he was sort of uh, there wasn't that many people in the audience Simon uh formerly of the Hawthorns was there with his wife oh, nice. and uh, Dan Caruso was there as well so it was nice to catch up with some some local people it's fantastic but what was happening, Jez, is that, you know, he tells a story. Musicians do. That's the mm. best part of a gig. And his brother kept in sort of interrupting and sort of making a comment or answering a question. And Jez was being very polite and very professional, saying to his brother, uh, 
that when I'm asking a question, it's rhetorical. It doesn't, every question doesn't necessarily always require an answer. I'm chatting with everybody here. It was quite sweet. And the brother kind of twigged it. Um, but it felt really intimate because there was only about sort of 20 of us in the audience. And uh, it very, you know, when a, when a group talks to you individually, this was really, yeah, yeah. it really felt that way. Yeah. So, yeah, I never recovered from that kind of interviewing the wrong person. It would have been quite interesting putting that interview out, though. Yeah. So that was my weekend. Well, okay. <laughs> right, let's play some music now. Uh, this is Recovering Satellites, and just remember tonight. I've been checking my watch. Time because the seconds turn to minutes to remind me I'm alive. There's a truth in life, live no regrets. But as I sit with this drink in my hand, I suspect it's the only person I expected to see. It's the ghost of a memory looking straight back at me, looking straight back at me. Just remember tonight 
Okay, Simpleton there by Zanny, who he's uh, just released that on video. So, uh, yeah, you can check it out. Go on his Facebook page. It is out there. Um, yeah, what, one of the things I got up to this weekend, to say that I, I didn't do a lot, uh, one awesome thing that happened this weekend, uh, just gone, um, we went and sat outside at night, every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, took a beer out, sort of sat out in our back garden because in Boltonsborough it's pretty dark. We were looking up at the sky and we started seeing shooting stars and we're like, wow, there's one, there's another, there's another. And then we could see the odd satellite going over and Karen was checking it out on, on her app. And I looked it up and I didn't realise it was the, the main meteor shower this weekend, the last weekend just gone. So like we couldn't have just randomly picked a better weekend to go out in the garden and see that. And we did that on Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, just sat out in the garden. It was warm up till midnight and beyond. And we could just sit there, enjoy the stars. And and we actually did see one shower, which was like one one meteor after another as well, which was amazing to see. Uh, brilliant. I think it's called the, the Pleiades, something like that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. have seen them before. I've forgotten all about it. Uh, 
I love things like that. But when I've watched them, uh, it's not been as as warm. But you're having you're having to wait, and then when you see them, you kind of think, "Have I seen one, or have I not?" But if you've got them off one after the each each other, then you you actually are getting into that kind of repetition, and you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been getting out as well. It's really nice getting out um, uh, later in the evening. I, I like it around about nine o'clock as it's just getting dark, but you've still yes. got dusk, and uh, and it's still really warm, isn't it? So yeah, I'm really jealous. I love watching stars. Yeah, I know, and it's it's it's, it's you know that's the one good thing about that. The best thing about the hot weather is because that's when I love it when you go abroad. I'm like sort of. Oh, you know, not too worried about stuff in the day, but everything comes to life. At, you know life at night you know when it's a little bit darker and you know you've got to change the whole way you, you sort of do stuff and 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 sitting out there seeing the stars was there so just just a question for you so you're seeing the satellites uh, above you, you know, yeah and you know it's wrong to wish upon space hardware uh, i wish i wish <laughs> i wish you were there i know a bit of billy bragg there yeah but um yeah we well yeah, we were looking at it, and the majority of satellites we saw were um, Elon Musk ones. <laughs> so, uh, so they, you know, uh, it was how like, do you know that then? So have you, have you got the shape of them? Is it like a no? So, no, like a, so you've got you, like a four Cortina in space because he's done that rubbish as well. No, because you you point the app up into the sky, yeah, and, and on the photo and its position, it takes its position and it tells you exactly the name of the satellite. Who it so this app to. tells you about tells you about stars and satellites as well, the same yeah, app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, tell, tell us the name of the app. I love things like uh, that. Karen's got it. She was, the oh, one, yeah, yeah. she was the one telling me. I'll have to find it out of Karen. But Can you say this next week? Because I've got to wait a whole week now before I find out. I love <laughs> I love apps like that. I can't wait. Yeah. No, yeah. it was brilliant. It yeah. was brilliant. And then the other Otherwise, thing... Otherwise, I'm going to have to look for a New England if you don't let me, t- don't tell me. And the other thing that was good fun as well, we, we you could see the old plane fly overhead. So like you go you go on you go on your your um thing and then look at the flight tracker, flight tracker twenty four, and you could look at the plane and you go, Oh, that plane's flying from like Milan to to Atlanta or something like that, you know. You could see exactly you could go, Oh wow, all those people are off over there and it's yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, formerly <laughs> the punk of uh, Glastonbury with supporting independent music. Yeah, it's a plane spotter. And now he's now kind of morphed into a plane spotter and he's wishing upon space hardware. Oh, how the mighty <laughs> rise above and and uh, orbit the earth. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, 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 it's amazing, you know, where there's little you down in your sack back garden you're looking up and seeing all this stuff going on in the sky it's you know it's amazing really amazing right let's play some more music uh brand new track by lewis paul uh we played a new track by him a month ago and that went down really well uh this is his new one uh it's it came out on the 12th of august it's called anything
Okay, uh, Yangtze River Blues there by Mikey Segerist. Uh, I think she played last week at the Bristol Balloon Fiesta. Fiesta. Uh, so you know, there's a, a you know, they're always quite good at putting local artists on there. Yeah, Jelly Records. Uh, shout yeah. out to them on the Cascade Steps. It's really good. I've been there a few times, and uh, it's really good to see Micah uh, playing. Lots of uh, well-known artists that come down to Glastonbury very frequently, and. Uh, they put on some really good music. They've got a nice uh, sort of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Then you've got a, got a nice list of artists that are playing and that Jay Records uh, helps support. Yeah, I know. No, Steve does a great job. He puts on, he's, he's, he, he, you know, backs a lot of good local acts, really. So. And they're getting big crowds now. So I saw pictures of some of the performances and uh, it's just incredible. They've got a whole crowd of people just by the steps in the harbour, right in the centre of Bristol. And they're all waving their hands uh, in the air as if it was on like a main theatre stage. And actually, it's just on the edge of the kind of the river. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great, great to see. It's almost like on a floating, it's a floating harbour, it's called. And they're almost on the harbour on these steps. So it's a great venue. Oh, wicked, wicked. Yeah, um, yeah. We're- We've we've all been to to like quite a few festivals, so um, you know what's what's the worst weather that you've experienced at a festival? Because like now we're getting a bit of rain, and and what made me think about it is beautiful days is coming up this weekend, and I can't remember many of those actually being beautiful days. Uh, the festival it normally wings it down there. Um, yeah, looking okay for Saturday. Sunday, you may be lucky or unlucky. It's a bit sort of touch and go. Yeah. It's a really good question, actually. So I've been to Beautiful Days. I'm not going this year, and I'm not sure when I will go next, but I've got Beautiful Days very in my heart. I do remember a time at Beautiful Days sort of slipping on the mud, trying to get to the Bimbo Inn, um, and, and, and then the smell of drying mud on a nice day is quite rancid. Yeah. The worst experience, I can pin it straight away, and I was 18, um, went to the then Reading Festival. It was my first ever festival. Oh, wow. And I was 18 or maybe 19. Uh, I think I was 18 because I wasn't at uni at that time. And I went with my mate, took my old beat-up Austin 1300 second-hand car, drove in it was great it was there was people like the police were playing there, a cheap trick and in those days reading festival did not support punk music and i was well into punk music so i was kind of not looking forward to it um i think they had eddie in the hot rods and things like that it's so that sort of late 70s era and it john peel was there so i'm always a, I'm a big fan then and i still am so he was doing the announcements and then it just poured down with rain on the day that we arrived plus throughout the whole weekend so much so that we were all completely falling over in the mud and in the end there's no point wearing clothes you just pour a t-shirt and shorts or whatever I and mean, you end up just falling in the mud completely mudded up for the whole weekend no. um kind of enjoyed it but wasn't used to it I didn't go to another festival, never went to Glastonbury on it for about 20 years after that because of that particular weekend. That's the oh, worst. Well, that's probably a good shout, actually. I mean, we, we, I mean, I'm not sure if it's the worst, but like I was saying, at beautiful days, you know, we had 
uh, one year we put our tent up and it threw it down so much. Our whole tent flood. We, we, we come back after the, the night out. We were quite wet. And then we went in our tent and our tent was absolutely flooded out. It was in about like two inches of water. Um, and, you know, you just couldn't sleep in it. So then, you know, we were absolutely shattered. So we wandered out to the car park and went and slept in our car to try and sort of drive. And then we, then in the morning, you know, cause we were so soaked, we went back in the morning and then come back the following day. So we walked around and the weather improved a bit, but it's like, there's a slope down to the Bimbo in there. Like everyone just like you, the only way you can go down it, you slow slide down. down it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, That's what and, I did. Yeah. yeah. You get down the bottom and then you can't get back up again. So like everyone's stuck down the Bimbo in all day. So that might be the same year. Who was on when you, when you, that, I think I, I was at that one. Um, yeah. But thankfully it was just for one day. And then yeah. It sort of picked yeah. up a bit. We may have been at that same one together. I don't know. It was, yeah. I think I was also going there to see Funky and the Two Tone Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, he loves playing it. It was an awesome gig. And he's, um, yeah. He's coming back, isn't he? Is he going to be around in the horror area soon? In the, in this, in oh, he's this... Extra Phoenix. I've been looking up uh, there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. quite close. Not too far from you. For, no, not too bad. No, far. no, absolutely. It's closer than Bristol. Uh, not as yeah. close as Glastonbury, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, no, um, no. So that's it. It hasn't put me off, but it was really, really good being at Womad this year. It was really perfect weather, and Glastonbury Festival was pretty good. And uh, yeah, Fanny's yeah. Meadow that I went to and told you about. Was yeah, really yeah. So this is real. This is a kind of. It's like a wine, isn't it? This is a vintage year for festivals. Yes, most of them are happening. Thank goodness. Yeah, too. The weather's been really kind and lovely. And and of course, like with the with the everyone getting over the pandemic and. Yeah, you know, saying that it's uh, well, yeah, but one of the things about I was I was looking and um, uh, I think I think I saw on um, where was it Boomtown weekend just gone, they had whirlwind there and it was whipping up tents and you could see the tents going round in circles in the air because they were just getting blown away. So I'm using my imagination, so I have to warn you on this because often Ian yeah. takes me very literally. So I'm putting up my little imagination flag. Were there people flying around in their tents? No, they were zipping down and waving yeah. down on everyone. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's almost like a tented version of a yeah. Wizard of Oz, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, if you look yeah. at it. So it could be. I'm trying to think. Uh, boom, Boom Aladdin, insane. Boom Aladdin, insane. Yeah. All right. Fair play, dear. Uh, let's play some more music. Uh, this is uh, What's Your Mono? Uh, and Are You Okay? Thank you. 
busy weekend of uh, gigs um you know um there's quite a lot on actually uh i think one that's going to be really popular there's a uh, rice reggae weekender um and that's on at the rifleman's all weekend friday saturday and sunday we got dj uh nico and ross khan on the friday uh, saturday the bang golden guild are playing um uh, so uh, yeah, that'll be good. Good, good weekend of reggae, and they've got uh, Marley up making food. Um, so uh, you know, good food and stuff like that to go for it. Uh, also at the Art Bank Cafe in Shepton, uh, a couple that you will know actually: Kathy Judge and Johnny Francis playing there Friday. Uh, 
Yeah, they're a lovely, they're a lovely musical duo. Um, seen for years, and I've shared a few open mics with them. Yeah, I, I, what I love about Kathy is that she is a sculptor as well as a, a oh, wow. musician with a great voice. She's got a really, really lovely, very warm vo- voice. And just a just a lovely person, yeah, great. Johnny is just a lovely guitarist as well. He's a great guitarist. He off they often host uh, a bit on the open mic stage at the Pretty F- uh, Festival, and you can catch both of them at the Priston Festival, which is not further on from Wells towards Bath, yeah. uh, which is in September. So that that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. And then then on Saturday at the Arthur, they've got Mojo working, uh, uh, and Devil's Prefects are playing. The horseshoe in at Bolish, uh, at the Red Brick Building. Here's one for you. Yama are playing their only UK gig. Their American folky psyche psych folk band, uh, along with Zen Dub and Ziamora, uh, Crystal at the Red Brick Building. So uh, that might be one uh, you might be interested in. And also, there's a reggae and ska night at the Unicorn in Shepton. Uh, but yeah, there was, it's pretty big for uh, Red Brick to have um, uh, that act there playing because, um, you know, like I say, only gig on the UK tour. Uh, it on, is, but in, 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 on the European tour in the UK. It is. I've not heard of them, so I will have to yeah. look into that. But I was also, I was just down in the Red Brick um, um, where before Jess Heller that I was telling you about, or which one was real, I still don't know. Uh, I met my mate from my old village and we we had a drink in the Red Brick to start and I saw some of the posters there. You know, they've got uh, uh, Jar Wobble uh, yeah. playing coming up. So yeah. that'll be, so I'm just heading that up. And also Dub Pistols are coming there. So they've yeah, really got some exciting gigs coming up. Surely. And Space as well. Yeah, Space as well. Yeah, so um, really impressive. I, I think they, they were some of the ones that... Uh, Robert lined him up with before he passed away. Oh, really? Gosh, well, yeah. that's a nice legacy. I didn't know that. That's a good, good legacy, yeah. isn't it? Definitely, so. definitely. Thank you, Rob. We Thank salute you. you. Yeah, mm. so some some good stuff coming up there. And then on the Sunday, Pete Izzard is at the King Arthur. Uh, there's a Midsummer Set show on at Shepton, but the reason I mentioned that there's always lots of local musicians, uh, Shepton-based musicians playing there. Um, so I'm sure they'll have a little stage there again. And then there's a blues jam at the Queen of Cups. So a little bit on at the weekend to keep people happy, I think. Are you, are you doing much? Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's this one has coordinating sort of birthdays and things. So uh, a friend of ours is having a special birthday, but not owning up to it. So we're having to guess. We think it's a special birthday. Yeah. We're going to be doing a little bit of a walk. Uh, we hope rain uh, not permitting uh, on Sunday and on Saturday we've just got to do a little bit of kind of chores in the morning but there's an event which is really right up my street and I'm looking to see if it can be done within Somerset so there's a there's a a radio presenter on BC FM in in um, in Bristol, a guy called Marcus Smith. Oh yeah, who's a really good DJ, and he does. He's got some a wonderful voice, and he's very, very good at putting together good podcasts and good radio programs. He's a true pro. He's wonderful, a guy to watch. He's going to be, and he sent me a link because of my work links. Uh, at Bristol Central Library on all day Saturday and Sunday, I think it's called Story Trails, which brings to life individual stories from 
the ordinary people. So we're not going to be talking about kings and queens. We're going to talk about you and I. So there's lots of people that have been brought into that. And then you can go on these trails of an app that actually takes you to various parts of the cities where you can have an interactive link up with it. So there's going to be lots of 3D interactive activities. I don't, I can't picture it. And the only way I can find out what it's about is by going there. So I'm hoping to do that on Saturday and I'll report back next week because I'm thinking this will be a great thing for Glastonbury and for other towns in Somerset. So I'm going there with an eagle eye to see if we can oh, do wow. something. So I think it's set up by Arts Council England. I think Story Shows is going touring around the whole of the UK. It's a free event and uh, it runs from 10 till 5 at Bristol Central Library on Saturday and Sunday. I'm hoping to check it out on Saturday. Fair play. Fair play. Sounds good. Uh, well, we'd better say goodbye to everyone uh, and have a good weekend. Um, Hopefully it'll be a we're we're we'll all be able to go out and do stuff this weekend. I think we will. Um and um we're gonna finish the show off with a bit of Pete Izzard, uh, who is playing at the King Arthur on Sunday. Uh, this is Moonshade and uh, goodbye to everyone and goodbye. Thanks very much, Jim. Yeah, cheers, Ian. Cheers everyone. We'll see you again very soon. Take care.